Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge in the house. What up, dog? What's up, man? A little Friday morning love. You went to a bees game last night. We were supposed to record no. last night. No, didn't you end up going. Got rained out. Got rained out. Got to the ballpark. It was raining. Lightning was coming. Do they do kids. do they do fireworks after every game or just around no. like the 24th and the 4th? They're just like, I think they just do it like five times a year. 24th, 4th, and some other ones. They have a great fireworks show there. Yeah, they do. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, they really do. Your tax dollars hard at work. Blowing up. Way to go, Salt Lake. No, it's the bees. It is cool. Bees pay for it. It's their HMO. Yeah, it's cool. It is cool. I don't think that's one. that one's tax dollars. That is one that, so like, I'm not a huge fan of fireworks. And yeah. so, like, when we go to, like, Kaysville's, like, fireworks show on, like, the 4th of July, and I see him shoot off about $150,000, I'd be like, you know. Could have filled up a couple tanks of gas with that. Could have fixed the road so I, we don't have to, like, fix the roads. you know. I don't know. Just me. We had the hot air balloon festival at the, the park down the street from our house. Oh, cool. Where they launch them off and stuff. It's pretty cool. That is cool. I didn't get to see it because I had to go to a meeting at zero dark 30 this morning. What's up, Mason? Zero dark 30. Get out of here. <laughs> like Freaking geek. I'm boot camp. <laughs> I am listening to that noise. Oh, man. Hey, we got a uh, got some UFC. We had tough enough for Boyle Leco's opponent. Couldn't make weight. He had to pull. What a wiener. Spot. What a wiener. Hey, Ryan Garcia. Well, hey. Wiener. Let's let's face the facts. He ch- trains at a Krav Maga school. I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna say anything because. But you're like thinking it. it. I like you're thinking that, it. I like Desmond Monobot, and he trains at that same gym. I do like Desmond too. Okay, I, I take that. So back. I, I gotta back tomorrow. off a little bit. Donovan Britt is whatever, but um, that's a wiener move. Sorry, that is a wiener move. That is a wiener move. Sucks. Sucks for Aleko. Sucks for Aleko. They couldn't find him anybody on that short of notice. But Mitch Ramirez fighting tonight. Mitch Will Ramirez Gibson is fighting. fighting tonight. Gibson's fighting tonight. Uh, Teague Vigil from the Vigil Academy up here. Desmond's fighting. Desmond's fighting. We got, a, we got a lot of fierce alum fighting on Tough Enough tonight. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good fight. Um, okay. So did you watch the interview with Cheeto Vera and Dom Cruz? The one-on-one no, together. I did not. But How was it? How did that go? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see the clip that's been going around? Mm-mm. Like Cheeto's like, I do this for my family, you know, and I and I want to be champion. I do this for my family to die in there. So like, we're both willing to die in there. What a great day to die! And it's just like, dude. <laughs> Dom is so Dom Cruz is so like just stoically Look, just serious. Like he's a gangster, exactly, Mason. Dude, he is. I I feel like people keep writing him off. And I'm do you okay? Do you realize this guy has never lost a fight that hasn't been for a title? Ooh, I did not know that. Interesting. How's that for a dominant Cruz bit? That is a that is a fun little fact. All three of his losses were all title fights. Were all title fights. Was the Garbrandt a title fight? Yeah. Garbrandt took the belt off him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Hmm. I didn't know that. 
very interesting. His first loss ever was he holds a win over Mighty Mouse before anybody could beat that guy. Dude, he's got some he, big wins. He lost to Uriah Favor with a guillotine choke for the WEC title. Yeah. He's lost to Cody for the UFC Bantamweight title. And he's lost to Henry Cejudo for the UFC Bantamweight he's, title. He's got a win over Faber. Got a win over Dillashaw. Two wins over Faber. Yeah. Demetrius Johnson. Uh, Joey Benavidez. Uh, twice. Twice. I mean, he's so we'll 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 talk about it when we get up there. Because say what you say what you want about the guy, he's still he's a, he's an active legend. Yeah, dude, how's the TikTok going, man? Are you up? Are we at a thousand yet? Can you go live yet? No, I, I haven't been posting as much lately. I try. Come it on, takes, bro. It takes a lot. It, takes it does a lot. take a lot. Just get Hunter involved. Get Hunter involved. No, don't get Hunter involved in that. Don't do that. I'm not getting my kid on TikTok. That's a bad idea. There's a kid's TikTok. Shaylee has it. She sent me a, when you go shoe shopping with your mom, (laughs) I'll have to send it to you. It's freaking hilarious. There's a kid's TikTok now? There's a kid's TikTok. Yeah. She sent me this one when you go kid shoe shopping with your mom and it's like, do those fit okay? Are they, they, where's your toe at? Walking them, running them, skipping them, do all this stuff. (laughs) That's hilarious. I worked at Foot Locker for years, so I get that. That's hilarious. I, I I text her mom, and her mom's like, she can go buy her own damn shoes. You know who's buying her shoes? You. Yeah. You. I am I am a proud father. Let's just say she called me and said, hey, Dad, how do I wash my shoes for school? Because I want to make sure they're clean for the first day. She's not wearing her J's. Her J's are – she's not wearing her J's to school, only on special days, she said. Yeah. Oh, they took him down. They took Mike's countdown. See, you guys, you, you got to watch you what you say. Even try. See, they do stuff like that, and then makes me go. I don't even want to put the effort in. What if they take? And then down? they just you shoot you down. Because that one clown, Lucas Queerbait, uh, I he. Can I say that? <laughs> I probably can't say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he just, he just. I don't like that guy, and. Um, and every time he's like, "Why well, you get so mad at me?" Because he's you stupid and you have bad takes. That's what he wants, though. But he only has seventeen hundred followers. He ain't blowing up either. He's got enough to go live, and you don't. Wow, that, you know what? Just saying. You know what? Just saying. Just saying. I'll just go ahead and just I don't know. Just kick you while you're down. Yeah, I'm gonna bash in your head next time I see your car. <laughs> Next time I see your car, I'm just gonna Donkey Kong smash your windshield. Why would you do that? You're my insurance. You're my insurance agent. Yeah, you gotta get a new windshield anyway. Let's make it count. <laughs> I do need a new windshield. Make me feel good. Should we break down this card for tomorrow night? We can, we can skim through it really quick. Yeah, it's not a barn hey, burner. Hey, now hey. watch it. Now watch it be a great card. I um, I think this has all the makings of being a sneaky good card, um, like entertainment value wise. Real quick. Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. I asked this to you the other day. Maybe you can think about it a little bit more. Okay. Who wins right now? Yeah. Bo Nickel or Alex Pereira? They have a combined, what, seven fights in the MMA? Seven or eight? That's that's very interesting because I was going to say Pereira because of his background, but Bo Nickel's got the wrestling background. Yeah. He, hey... 
he is fast. He's big. He's freakishly fast for that size. And say what you want about the can that he knocked out in his first fight. His hands look pretty damn good. Yeah. Like I said, he's he can't hand at all. He's got hands. Hey, I was kind of writing him off a little bit. Tuesday I know, and I recorded. couldn't feel it last week. I just, Maybe you know. was trying to let you know. I know. The guy's a stud, man. He's a like, stud. I'm not convinced he couldn't be the 185-205 champ in the next five, I, in the next two years. Two yeah, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna go as far as saying like he even see even saying he's gonna be Alex Pereira right now. Well, I'm saying Alex Pereira right now because they both don't have a ton of MMA experience. But Alex yeah. Pereira is just about to challenge for the title. But he has stylistically UFC experience. Stylistically, he beats he beats Israel Adesanya right now. I think I really do. In an Pump MMA fight, in an MMA fight, he beats him. Pump he does. Brakes. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, not yet. We got we got to see a little bit more. No, we got to see more. We've seen guys with great wrestling credentials in there that haven't been. You no, see that's where you're wrong. We have not seen anybody in there with that type, with that level of wrestling credentials against Israel Adesanya. I'm just saying in the UFC in general, not against Izzy, but all of them become champions or title contenders. They do, but they've all lost too. Like don't, don't crown the guy right yet. Give the guy a chance to let's, let's see him. Let's see him fight somebody. Let's, let's see him against some, some competition before we, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm changing my opinion because Dana was a dummy and dickhead. Dana was smart. Mason, that was a smart move by Dana to not give him the contract because now he gets to have him back again on the contender series. And, and everybody gets, in the world's watching. You know who watched? Who? Cole Faust said, yeah, I even t- turned in to watch that. That kid doesn't really? watch any MMA live. Yeah. It seems like. Like he only watched, I shouldn't say any, he only watches like big, big fights, right? That really interest him. So, I mean, he, the he's got star power. Oh, and he's good on the mic. It's great on the mic. You know, like, Dude, he checks all the boxes. That's the other thing right now. These up-and-comers, like, like, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to see him and Chimaev. Everybody wants to see him and Chimaev. Ooh. I think he beats him. So who does he – I mean – Okay, we're going to see him on the Contender Series again, right? That's a given. So I talked to the manager of the guy that uh, one of the managers. Uh, I talked to an Iridium manager who he beats Jemaya too, <laughs> probably. Um, he talks to an. He, he, I talked to a guy who um, uh, manages is part of the management group that manages a guy that just beat him. Okay. And he's, they're literally like. No, no, nobody wants to fight him. Bo? Yeah. Like, you you have to pay somebody a lot of money to fight him. I can see that. Like, well, if I'm going to go get B. I better get paid at least, what you know. Yeah. X, X amount. I mean, he's probably, because, so, I mean, here's the thing, because his wrestling is so dominant. It's yeah. the same thing with Chamaev. I think Chamaev gets knockouts, yeah, because his wrestling is so dominant that you're so worried about 
that shot. Yeah. The, you know, it's the same thing that happened to Connor with Khabib when Khabib caught him with the overhand. Oh, yeah. You have to, you have to respect that shot so much. And yeah. Your guard has to stay, your hands have to stay a little bit lower and stay, and you get caught, right? He's always going to have that on, on the feed. Like, because Izzy, like, okay, fight somebody, a, a kickboxer or whatever, like Izzy, whatever, right? They can't kick him. They can't kick him. They can't. You kick him. He grabs your. You better knock him out. You have one shot because if you miss and don't knock him out, he's grabbing your foot. And and he has a hold of you, and then it's over. Once he grabs something, it's over. Kind of beats him up. Yeah. Well, I'm like, gonna pump the brakes on everybody. No, I, well, but but yeah. no, but you said, but you said like we've had people like that before, like who Mason would know this. Who has the the collegiate wrestling credentials that Bo Nickel has? That's fought in MMA. DC was on the Olympic team, right? Silver medalist. It's pretty impressive. And he pretty much only lost to the greatest 205 ever and the greatest heavyweight ever. His only losses. Who where the Cejudo? Was he on the Olympic team too? Gold medalist. Gold medalist. Champion. Who were some wrestlers that didn't pan out? There's a there's a question for you. N- ben Askris and Greg Gillespie. Gregor Gillespie had that good of, I mean, and you yeah, can't. He was, he was, a, he was a national champion. I mean, but he's, a, his, but what, he, his only loss was Kevin Lee. He got knocked out. Yeah. Kevin Lee was a Juco NC. I'm just talking NCAA. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, uh, ben Askren. I mean, he pretty much went undefeated until the end of his career. Now people, you could argue which way that would have happened earlier. If he would have gone to the UFC earlier or not, we'll never know. But I mean, Let's be honest. His his losses were in his late thirties. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be Four really interesting. Twenty six, twenty five, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, 25, 26, yeah something like that. He's and he's, and let's talk about this. He's in the division that's the least wrestler deficient. He'll be twenty seven in January. Okay, so so it's perfect for him because it's you. He's but, pretty. But remember, we did this before, though, right? Yeah. Who's the who's the featherweight champ? Your featherweight champ is. Uh, You're not featherweight. Uh, I'm sorry, flyweight. Davison Figueredo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power guy, cool. Your uh, bantamweight champ, Aljo wrestling. Aljamain wrestling. Uh, um, featherweight champ, Volk. Volk, great wrestling, right? Oliveira, obviously, Muay Thai jiu-jitsu specialist. Islam, great wrestling. You know, you know. I mean, you go through Usman wrestling. I mean, it's it, it, wrestling. It's there. There was a minute there a couple of years ago where all the champions were wrestlers, all of them. And he's in the one division that's kickbox heavy right now. He's in. The, he's definitely in a good spot. He's a big one eighty five or two. He's six six one. He's a big. He's a big guy. What if you had to fight him? What if you went pro and you had to fight him? <laughs> they said pay me, dog. 
Oh, they call Aldo. Hey, Zach's getting a shot on the Contender Series. You're fighting Bo Nickel. Do you just do you just plan to just throw the knee? Just you're just uh, working yeah, a knee the whole time. The whole day. time you're just working a knee. Just yeah. If it lands, you 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 great. Your prayers are that's, answered. That's the guy. That I was like, why, why, why are we feeding these guys to Bo Nickel on the Dana White Contender Series? You know, and there you go. Be, be, because you know, here's the sad thing. Here's the sad thing, and this is just my observation. He's only gonna get guys that are never really going to the UFC, right? Yeah. He's ne- he's not gonna be fighting other top level guys that could go to the UFC. Yeah, right? you're. You're only fighting, he's only fighting guys that don't really have a shot of getting to the UFC and their shot. They they have a better shot going to the UFC and landing something lucky and making a name off beating Bo Nickel than he, doing the regional scene. That's those are the only guys that are taking a fight against him. Because if they have a legit shot to the UFC, they're like, mm, no, I'll yeah. wait till I'm in the UFC to take that he, fight. Thank you. I mean, he fought a three and O guy. I mean, granted, the guy's probably had less than 10 fights. Guy did, that guy's not all of his opponents he knows it yeah his management group knows it let's put it that way yeah he's not going to the ufc dude mm. not a ufc prospect interesting yeah it's, it's been really interesting talking to some people that i've talked to uh, managers around the countries coaches around the countries and some other promoters um just because a guy now is five and oh six and oh it's not an automatic shoe in for the UFC anymore. The UFC is looking for certain things too. And they might go, Oh yeah. You know, you know, there, there are some local guys with some sexy records, uh, you know, double digit wins, you know, less, less than two to four losses, you know, 12 and four type guys, whatever. And yeah. the UFC is just like, yeah, no, thanks. And you're like, why not? It's, it's, he, he checks all the boxes. He has good wins. It's or whatever. And it's like, why not? And they're like, just doesn't have what we're looking for. And it's like, you so got to have one little... of those. If you're one of those guys that believes in yourself, but you've already been kind of told you probably don't have what they're looking for. Yeah. You're going to go fight Bo Nickel. I have a good friend of mine that tried out for the voice and it's kind of similar situation. Amazing voice. The guy can, can sing amazing voice made it all the way to like the final round to get onto the voice. And you want to know what they told him? You don't have a cool enough story to come on the voice. You, that was it. You were just, just, just an average, just an average dude, just you know, and nothing. No, yeah, you don't have a cool story. I'm like, dude, just make up something. You weren't, yeah, you weren't in you were in Iraq. No, you weren't adopted. You, do, you weren't you didn't do anything. You don't have a, you know, you didn't have a you didn't have leukemia at some point. You're not well, I, I won't go there, but no, no, but I'm saying like, you know, those guys like, yeah, you, you have to have those hard background stories. That's what they're looking no. for is those stories. People yeah. that have overcame cancer, have served our country, have done like these crazy yep. stories. That's what they're looking for. Or the guy that works a construction job that I think he just won like the American Idol. This guy, it's just some guy, his friends recorded him, like secretly recorded him singing and turned it in. And he, and somehow he got on, he ends up winning the whole show. Just an average dude, just could sing but yeah that's but that's ufc they they want what's your start what are you bringing to the table can well, you sell yourself a, we have can a you sell a fight we have a local guy here and i think i've told you this he went and tried out for the ufc yeah and, uh the ultimate fighter 
and he has a rap sheet and he was a little bit older and he ragdolled in tryouts. Yeah. Absolutely dominated a guy who went onto the show, lost something, went onto the show, lost in the second round, got a UFC contract, fought four or five times and then fizzled out of the UFC and he beat the brakes off him and, and they just said, ah, he's too old. Yeah. They didn't look at him. It's like, and I watch and I watch heavyweights in the UFC all day. That I'm like, a healthy so and so beats that guy out all day. Oh yeah, it's it's it, we, and it's it's like what you just sent me with Chell. Yeah, it's a business first. It's a business. Yes, it's a business, it's a business. first. It is the UFC has never been branded of. We are going to find out who the best versus the best is. We're going to find yeah. it out. No, we don't. It, that that's never been the mantra. It's make money yeah. first, then we'll find out who the two best fighters are that can make us the most money. Yeah, because like, and even Chael said, he's like, "There's there's killers in every gym right now that nobody knows about that would mop the floor with some of these yeah, UFC champs." There are, and I'll bet you they're at your gym, and I know they're at our gym. There's guys at our gym. I'm like, yeah, why don't you fight? Don't want to. We just there, okay. This is a true story, and I, and I won't and I won't even I won't even say the name because I think she'd be embarrassed. We have this. We have a female coach at our gym who's a monster. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, true. Uh, she she's awesome. She's a phenomenal striking coach. She did one MMA fight, head kicked the girl and broke her jaw, knocked her out, and felt so bad. She goes, "I don't want to do this anymore." And I'm telling you. I truly believe this. If she wanted to pursue fighting, she'd probably be the best female fighter to ever come out of Utah. I really believe that. And she just, she did it one time and was like, I don't like hurting people. Yeah. They're, but man, when they're she hits there. pads and kicks and stuff, it's like, it's uh, terrifying. You and I have a, uh, one, uh, there is, um, a girl from your gym and a girl from my gym that are doing a kickboxing match. We just found out against each other. Yeah. Let's put 20 bucks on it. I, I told her last night, I said, Hey, I'm putting 20 bucks on you. So you can't blow this. And she's like, Oh my God. She's like, I don't even know. I haven't even found out. I'm like, I, from what I hear, the other girl has just, you guys got the same amount of experience. It's a fair we're, fight. Just, we're just joking. It's fair. It's, it's all in fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I wish I could make it. Are you going? I think Sheree's driving down. I, I'm not going to make it. We, we, uh, we, we have family in town that weekend. And yeah. uh, since the bees game got rained out last night, that's when we re rescheduled to go uh, for the final bees game of the season. And cause we have family in town and all this other stuff. So yeah, Mason knows. Yeah. Dude, I, it's. Oh, um, I almost forgot. You know who else is fighting this weekend? Deanna Bennett. Shout out Deanna Bennett's fighting this weekend. Okay, let's go. Justine Kish. Again? How is she on the prelims? How is Deanna not her. on the? Yeah, she just Deanna beat her. Just How? Deanna's gonna beat her again. If fairly easily too, if I'm not mistaken, was wasn't that pretty? Deanna has a giant grappling advantage in that matchup. Yeah, if I remember right, I don't think that fight was very close. But PG. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's great. Maybe Fiji's yeah. wife. She put a beat hey, down on somebody. I wouldn't mess with her. I know. That's what I'm saying. Would not mess with her. <laughs> we are not messing with her. Uh, should we break down this card real quick? 
Yeah, let's run through it. Let's jam. All right, let's jam, baby. By the way, I am predicting not big star power, like name star power. I think this 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 fight card this weekend has a lot of fun matchups, though. Yeah. Uh, first up in the night in the bantamweight division, we got Yusuf Zalaw versus Damon Blackshear. Zalaw ten and five. He stands five foot ten with a seventy five inch reach. Uh, the monster is twelve and four. He stands five foot ten with a seventy two and a half inch reach. Who do you like? Why do you like him? Um, real quick, I'm just gonna go with Zalaw on this. Just the UFC experience versus the guy making his UFC debut. I know it's a it's kind of a coin flip. Um, Zalaw's had some rough rough ones, um, but. For me, uh, this is kind of do or die for Zawal. He's also, it's not like he's, he's on a three fight skid, but uh, he's not fighting bums either. No, you know? no, no. So, uh, uh, Taporia, um, um, the Korean Superboy or whatever, and then uh, lost a split decision to Sean Woodson, who's like probably the hardest body style at 145 to deal with. He's like, what, six, nine at 145 pounds? Oh, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. Know? Six, six, two at 145 pounds, but. Um. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I think Zalal finally can put it together and, and get a win in the UFC. It's do or die for him. He gets cut, I think, if he loses this fight. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Zalal too. Uh, the next fight we we already broke it down last weekend. They they rebooked it for this weekend at a catch weight at 180. It's Jason Witt, Josh Quinlan. I think we were both on Quinlan on this one. Um, yeah, Quinlan. Uh, it's the John Jones things all over again. Test yeah. positive for steroids. Pico. Picograms. It's that thing. it was that thing all over again. No doubt that he actually he took something at some point in the past. It was just still well. He's there, so. he's popped before, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it was for the Dana White contender series. We talked about the no contest oh, yeah, because right. we thought it was weed. It was not yeah. weed. It was steroids. He served his suspension for that. It's metabolized. It's still in his system. So that's so all that was. We they that Usada approved it. And really, it's the difference because the Las, Las uh, Nevada Athletic Commission is being giant dum dums about it, and they moved it to California because they sent the exact same report to Nevada, and Nevada said no. Sent the exact same report to California, and their athletic commission said, "Yeah, he can fight here." Stupid. We talked to, to talked to his manager about it. Super weird. Uh, next up in the flyweight division, we got O'Day Osborne versus Tyson Nam. Osborne is eleven and four, stands five foot seven with a seventy two inch reach. Nam. 2012 and one he stands five foot seven with a 68 inch reach uh if i'm not mistaken osborne is taking this on short notice too Odie osborne by knockout yep i, I like oday osborne he's another he one that's so good in his last fight has not fought here but he was in will gibson's corner for the uh yeah. challenger series yeah. yeah um so we're both on osborne next up in the lightweight division we got gabriel benitez against charlie Ontiveros. Benitez Mugli, 22 and 10. He stands five foot eight with a 71 inch reach. The American Bad Boy, 11 and eight. He stands six foot two with a 76 inch reach. Huge height reach advantage for Ontiveros. Yeah, Ontiveros has that weird long style, but um, I, 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 he had that really scary knockout um, against Kevin Holland, if you remember. Oh, that, yeah, that I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Um, I, he didn't really even look comfortable in his last fight where he got knocked out too. Both coming off two fight losing streaks. Uh, Benitez is a hard one too, though. His only win in his last five fights has been against Justin James, who took that fight on short notice, really short notice. He won him with a beat him with a knee to the body. Um, I don't know. I I, I am going to go with Benitez on this one, but uh, it's he's it's scary. He's minus three fifty. 
That's probably a little much. It's like, and both guys have been knocked out in their last two fights. Oh man, that seems like a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna go Benitez on this, but I think there might be a little bit of value in that plus two eighty. Yeah, you're probably right. There probably is. Yeah, probably should stay away from it, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> next up in the women's flyweight division, we got Nina Nunez against Cynthia Calveo. Uh, Nunez. 10 and 7. She stands 5 foot 5 with a 64 inch reach. Calveo, 9, 4, and 1. She stands 5 foot 4 with a 64 inch reach. Um, Calveo's another person that we know. She actually uh called the fights with me. Called a couple fights on the last, was it two two fish? When I, when, when, I, when I was at the hospital with Bubba J. That's right. Yeah. Her and her and Mitch Ramirez jumped on the mic with me. That was hey, that was freaking amazing having those guys jump on the mic. Yeah. Freaking really good on that. Who do you like in this one? Um, I have to disagree with Mason in this one. I think Cynthia's. Uh, I think Cynthia gets it done. Nunez coming up to 125 pounds, uh, coming up in weight. Uh, um, I think Cynthia, Cynthia Calvillo is a bit of a tall order for her. She's going to be a little bit bigger and stronger, I think. Um, and I think her grappling gets it done. I'm going to go Cynthia Calvillo by decision. Same, bro. Same, same. Sorry, Mason. Sorry, Mason. We are disagreeing. Next up. In the heavyweight division, the big boys, Lukas Ziski, Ruziski, the bull the against Martin Boudet. Uh, the bull is eight one and one, stands six foot four with a 78 inch reach. Bodies Boudet is 10 and one, he stands six foot four with a 77 inch reach. Pretty close height and reach advantage. Uh, Boudet minus 270 to come back plus 220 for the bull. Who do you like? Both contender series guys. So, one thing that I, yeah, I mean. The, the one thing that I really, really like versus um, the one thing that I really like about uh, Boudet is uh, 10, 10 and one, all 10 wins coming by finish. Um, he's a finisher, especially at heavyweight division. I, I'm sorry. I think at heavyweight, especially on the regional circuit, if you're a top tier guy, you got to be finishing fights. Um, so that, that I, I'm, I'm going Boudet on that one. First, second Mason. round finish. Mason wants to bet you ten dollars on the new. Sure, fight. Mason. You heard it. You heard it here. It's official. They both agreed. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, catch weight in this one at one twenty. We got Angela Hill versus Lupi Godinez. Hill is thirteen and twelve. She stands five foot three with a sixty four inch reach. Godinez eight and two. She stands five foot two with a sixty one inch reach. I think I know who you're going with on this one, but what do you like? Not Angela Hill. Angela Hill loses controversial decisions. How about that? Hey, you can't go wrong on that. What is? Hey, wait a second. We got to look that up. What's Angela Hill by decision? No, she loses by controversial. She loses by split. So I'm going to go Lippy, Lupe Godinez by decision. If I can't get on my site, it's not working. It says there's an error. Damn it! Learn how to right, type, we'll to old man. I did. It's it's right, but it's not. It says there's an error. Anyways, uh, I'm on Loopy on this one too. I like Loopy Godinez. Angela Hill seems to always make the fights. She's she tough. Close. She's tough. She's tough, and so she doesn't go away. And you would think with her kickboxing and Muay Thai style, she'd score more points, but she don't. Like, I I just don't think she's. I just don't think she's a UFC caliber female fighter. And the only reason why she's still on the roster is because she's on the commentary desk. That's what I think. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Our man, give me a shout out. Whoever our man. Shout out our man. Our man. Don't even know who you are, our man, but shout out. Shout uh, out. Uh, Real next quick, up. with yep. Angela with Angela Hill though. Great social media. Makes funny she does videos. Have a, she Super does. funny videos. You know who's hilarious is uh Din Thomas when he does the <laughs> fucking Fridays when he makes fun of Dana White. Those are great. <laughs> He, the best is the, and, Friday, and that's that's I think why I like Dana too, is because people, his friends and stuff, can tease him like that. And yeah, he just laughs about it, doesn't get all butt hurt. Like I feel yeah. like too many people in Dana's position, they take themselves a little too serious. Yeah, Dana's like Dana just goes with it, you know. I like it. All right, next up we start the main card: Gerald Merchart versus Bruno Silva. This is in the middleweight division. Merch GM three. 34 and 15 stands six foot one with a 77 and a half inch reach. Silva, 22 and seven. He stands six foot tall with a 74 inch reach. Silva, pretty big uh, three to one favorite. The comeback plus 240 for GM3. So I really kind of wanted to go GM3 on this one. Like, I, I, I really wanted to. Bruno's one of those guys, though. I feel like his stock went up with me after a loss to. Alex Pereira. That was a close fight. He too. was so tough in that fight. He was super tough in that fight. And to be able to stand toe to toe with Pereira the way he did, the one thing that makes me nervous, Merchart is very good at sub- submitting people. Little, I think he's a little bit of a live dog, but I'm going to pick Silva. Go Silva on that. Was Silva's decision. Knockout. Wait, wait, wait. I think we see a finish either way, though. That fight does not go the distance. I like that. I like fight not going to decision as well. I like Silva by knockout or Merchart by submission. Favoring Silva by knockout. Oh, wait. I got the betting side up. I got the oh, bets. I have to look. have to look at this. So where are we at here? Why is – oh, there's no odds for this this fight on here. Oh, you know who's fighting? Uh, who's fighting this weekend? Who? Oh, not this weekend. Fighting on uh, next weekend here in Salt Lake. That AJ Fletcher kid that we yeah, both like. I like that kid. Yeah, me too. It's good. Uh, I was gonna look up those odds, but there's no odds on here. Sorry, guys. Oh no, they are. Hill. Hill by de- Hill loses by decision. Gudinez. Fight goes to decision minus three thirty. Godinez wins by decision. Godinez wins by decision minus one fifty. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, how about this? Godinez wins by split majority decision or majority decision plus five hundred. There you go. There's your bet. Dude, that's your value. Mason, Mason is just disagreeing with you today. He's got a beef with you. No, I pick. I pick Silva. I pick Silva. Uh, next up in the bantamweight division, we got Ariane Lipsky against Priscilla Zombie Girl Cachoeira. Lipsky is 14 and seven, stands five foot six with a 67 inch reach. Zombie Girl or Eye Poke Gouge Girl is 11 and four, she stands five foot seven with a 65 inch reach. Uh, we broke that down last week. I'm picking yep. Lipsky out of principle, I'm still picking her. I Lipsky. do think Priscilla has a really good chance of winning this fight, though. She's pretty strong and physical for the weight class. But. She is. 
Uh, next up in light heavyweight division, we got Devin Brown Bear Clark versus Azamat Mirzakhanov, the professional. Dude, how badass is that name? The professional. <laughs> Brown Bear's 13 and 6, stands six foot tall with a 75 inch reach. The professional is 11 and 0, stands five foot 10 with a 71 inch reach. Who do you like? I'm not picking against an undefeated Russian. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, it's not. Oh, no. I don't know. I, I, I mean, no, he's good. I like him. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think I think he wins inside the distance. How about that? Okay, I'm super confused on this next fight. I like the Russian as well. Zach and I. Yeah, if you if you are if you. If you are picking against an undefeated Russian, you are new to the sport of MMA, my friend. <laughs> like, so uh, can somebody tell beefing. me? I'm just always right, and he's always wrong, and he gets sick of it. Why is this fight on the main card? The women's strawweight, Yasmin. I don't even want to try to pronounce her last. I'm. I, I can't even pronounce either one of these girls' names. Lucindo, Eisman, Lucindo, and Yasmin. Yaragui, Yagui. Anyways, Yaragui's eight and zero. She stands five foot three with a sixty four inch reach. Lucindo thirteen and four. She stands five foot three. I have no reach listed. Both girls making their UFC debut. I don't know anything about either one of these girls. So what do we do? Flip a coin. I'm trying to. Uh... One of them's twenty three. The other one's twenty years old. I have. I have. I know nothing about either one of these girls. I'm trying to. Lucindo's got 17 fights and she's only 20 years old. Holy crap. What is happening? All right, I gotta I gotta use the restroom. You're gonna break this. You gotta break this down. Well, we don't need like get what what oh, okay. You want me to just go to the next one? I don't even yeah. know on this one. I have no clue on this one. I'm picking Yasmin. Give me the underdog. I'm gonna go with Lucindo. Why not? Watch her get rolled. All right. I already know who you're going on this one, but I'm going to do the introductions to go to the bathroom. And you're going to break it down. Featherweight division, David Onami versus Nate, the train Landowir. Onami, 10 and one, stands five foot 11 with a 74 inch reach. The train, 15 and four, he stands five foot nine with a 70 and a half inch reach. Who do you like? Tell us why. I never like Nate Landowir. Like, he's going to leave, he leaves at the worst time because we already know what. I never picked Nate Landowir. He just bugs me. I would let. Um, okay, I, I'm going to give my my uh, my unbiased opinion. I think Nate Landewehr is a little. I think he's exciting. Um, I think he tries to be a personality to get some steam. The problem is when you um, when the focus is more on being a personality um, overcomes the focus of winning. I think that becomes a problem. Um, Losing to a knee from the clinch from Herbert Burns, that is getting to be an increasingly worse loss. Um, losing to Julian Arosa is not a big deal. Unanimous decision to Darren Elkins, like whatever. Um, the Anaconda choke beating Klein has turned out to be a, a pretty good win. You know, Mason just being a jerk. Um, it, that's turning out to be a pretty good win. Beating Klein, that that's 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 a good win. Um, but David Onama from Glory MMA, James Krause. Hey, hats off. Nice career. Reti now retired James Krause, who's officially retired. From officially MMA. retired. He just wants to be a coach now. Um, I uh, Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, Onami's only loss was a short notice fight against Mason Jones, which he was out of weight class, out of weight class. And he was super competitive in that fight. Oh, yeah. He almost upset Mason Jones. Almost yeah. upset Mason Jones. I mean, what was he, like a plus 400 underdog? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the something. Debut, I mean, and then and then he and then he's just got a couple of finishes, um, one on the feet and one one down with an arm triangle on the ground. Uh, I, I I like Onama in this fight. I think he uh, I he's a little Terrence McKinney ish for me. Like he just has that. He can kind of he's well rounded, but he he kind of has that touch where it seems like if he lands, he really hurts you. And yeah. uh, I like you know I, I saw some people hating on this being a co-main event. I think Onama has some good star potential. I think he does too. Uh, young prospect, star potential. His fights are fun. He's exciting. He walks forward. He has a fun fight style and very aesthetically pleasing for fans to watch. Um, I like the UFC. I like having some of these fight nights that they match. They're going to be really fun fights. There's not a lot of star power. This is yeah. how stars are born. Yeah. So you have a guy who's putting them back-to-back really impressive performances on a card that doesn't have a lot of headliners. Put him on a co-main and see how he does under the spotlight a little. You know what I mean? I, I like yeah. the spot. I like what the UFC's doing here. Um, and I think that Onama, under the boy, the tutelage of James Krause, gets a big win. I'm going to say first round knockout. I love James Krause, man. Did you see? Did I send you the little thing when he was talking about being in Brandon Moreno's corner and they're all talking in Spanish and he's I, just like. Dude, you know, Krause, like Moreno and Krause joining up is like, the best for what we, you know, I've been on Brandon Moreno since the ultimate fighter. Like I you really have, yeah. him. He gave Pantoja all he can handle and more as the 16th seed in that tournament. Yeah. I love Brandon Moreno. You know, I've, I've always been on him, been a fan. And then, and then we've developed this like glory MMA. Like we love those guys and try whatever we can to make sure we don't pick against him. Cause Kraus always has his fighters ready. And I believe in him as a coach so much. And then they team up. It's like, yeah. So I, I, I like Onama in this fight. Or I'm gonna yeah. he finishes them. If not in the first, the second. But I, I think we see a first round finish. He hits too. I'm, I'm gonna agree. There's gonna be a finish there. I don't know if it's in the first round, but I'll go finish in that one as well. Main event time, bantamweight division. Marlon Chito Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Vera is 21, 7 and 1, stands 5 foot 8 with a 70 and a half inch reach. Cruz, 24 and 3, stands 5 foot 8 with a 68 inch reach. Cruz getting a hometown fight. Main event, hometown. I don't know if he smokes them. Smokes. Mm-hmm. I've heard that Figgy isn't coming back down to 125. That's what I heard too. Yeah, I heard he's yeah. It's a rough he, quick. And he looked thicker than a Snickers at the yeah. last UFC in Dallas. Yep. He looked thick. Uh you don't want that smoke. All right, Varen Cruz, man. Who do you like in this one? It's real. I mean, this is a this is a really tough spot. I mean, I just shared earlier. Dominic Cruz has never lost a fight that wasn't a title fight in his entire career. But we also know that Father Time's undefeated, and he's getting pretty old. He's been in some wars, too. He's been in some tough fights. Cheeto, Cheeto's, and Cheeto's no joke. 
here here's what I try to when we gauge fights, right? We try and we try and nitpick, right? These are the great some of the greatest fighters in the world, and we're trying to nitpick at things. So let me ask you a question. If the best version of Dominic Cruz of what he is today comes out and the best best version of Cheeto Vera comes out, um, who do you think wins the fight? Today? At yeah. this eight, you're not I think Cheeto, I think Cheeto wins. I agree. If Cheeto is at the top of his game, I think he wins. Now, this is where the caveat and the, the, the plot twist for me is Dom has the ability to make people fight out of where they're best. His footwork is so hard to deal with and how awkward his style is. He really crosses people up. And even though they think that they're prepared for it, the only person that's ever really been able to figure him out and be prepared for it was that Cody Garbrandt fight. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, he got caught by Uriah Faber and then he got caught by um, by Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Questionable stoppage. Maybe. Regard, sure. Yeah. Move, move it on, whatever. But Cheeto undoubtedly has the ability to finish Cruz. Right? Yeah. Like, he's... He's a savage. He's a gangster. He's a killer. We know all these things. If he can get, shut up, Jason. If, if he can get in his fight, what Dom is so good is making sure the fight takes place where it needs to for him to win. Yeah. And his experience beats most of those guys. Like, I yeah. feel like we both are favoring Cheeto in this, but I just I have a hard time picking against Dom as almost a plus two hundred underdog. What plus one seventy? He's plus two hundred on here. Let's see what it's on the yeah. betting site. See if it changed. Yeah, he's plus two hundred, man. I mean, plus that's a, that's a lot of value for somebody like Dom, who's never lost in a spot like this before. Never. And maybe he's got a little extra motivation too, fighting in San Diego. Sure, but you know, so Cheetah looked unbelievable against Rob Fonk. Oh, yeah, he looked from yeah, Frankie Edgar. Kind of think he was losing that fight until he wasn't. Yeah, and Frankie's pretty old too, crafty veteran type. Yeah, I'm picking yeah. Dom Cruz. Oh, you're picking Dom, you're going Dom. I'm picking Dom Cruz. It's one of those. It's like he's just for me. He's just earned it. I've got. I, I I've got to see it before I pick against him. I don't. I definitely don't hate it. I don't hate it. I mean. I mean. I think we. I think it's. I. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't hate it. I'm gonna pick Cheeto, but I. I, I yeah. I'm not I, confident. I'm right there with you. I'm not confident. I'm not like screaming from the mountaintop that Cheeto's gonna knock him out. I just. And you know. And, it, Kraus had a really good breakdown of Dom Cruz, you know, about his same thing you said about his footwork, but he's been a little bit slower the last couple fights. Oh, he for sure. I mean, father time is tapping on his shoulder. I just don't know if it's, but maybe, maybe he has enough to just push through this one. I I, I just, like I said, I just have to see it. I just have to see him lose. Cause here's the other reason. Here's the other thing. If he loses to Cheeto Vera. Yeah. I could see him retire. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, yeah. 
He's commentating now. Great commentator. I but love him. I like, like I like him. I, lo- I like him. On the, I've always liked him on the, I think he does a great job. Him and Bisbing are your two favorites, huh? I, I hate Bisbing. I shouldn't say I hate Bisbing. Let me take that back. I, I hate his commentary. After, after I listened to him on Dana on uh Joe Rogan. Joe Hogan. He, I, I yeah, I like him. Um all right, that's it, man. That's it on this card. That was a quick little uh breakdown. Quick little 48 minutes. Quick little breakdown. Next weekend, we got a uh, pay-per-view next weekend. No, it's free on ABC, UFC 278, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, did they change it? Because it wasn't. It's an ABC card. Uh, are you sure that's the one? Because I thought I heard that and somebody – they changed it though, right? Oh, I don't know. I Last I heard it was – No, ABC. this is a pay-per-view. No, this is a pay-per-view. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a. We're pretty lucky, man. This is a pretty good card. I can't. I can't wait to break this one down. I have the some, uh, I have some takes that I think will surprise you. The the undercard prelims are kind of men, but dude, the main cards pretty freaking stacked. I, you know, I have some takes that are going to surprise you. Really? I have some upsets. Do you want to sprinkle a little bit on there? You want to nope. sprinkle something? Nope. It's just going to surprise you. I'm going to zig when you think I'm zagging. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I can't wait. All right, we'll see you guys on uh, Tuesday. Recap. Can't wait to break down this. We got Joe Rogan coming next week. Got a lot of stuff coming up. We'll see. I got to go to the bathroom now. All right, we out. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in.